Okay. Uh, up next, these two guys have been here for the last couple weeks. Um, um, they asked me to read this. Warning. If you want your asses blown out, stay in the room. Ladies and gentlemen, Rock! Face in my vagina. You're about to get front face fucked by the front face lock podcast. Mark Bradwell is what created the front face lock. My asshole is split like the Red Sea. Mark Bradwell is who is front face lock. Don't fucking question me. Front face lock can take it or they can shove it straight up their fucking ass. What are you, a fucking asshole? Everyone and welcome to another episode of the Front Face Live Podcast. I am your host Ryan, and with me, as always, is the man, the myth, the legend, the one, the only, the man who's right on top of that rose. It's Vinny. Uh, would you have been right on top of that? I don't know, but uh, I think I'm good. Maybe now, like if he was like now, nah, if I was like my age now, maybe not that. Well, what's up? What's going on, guys? What's up, everybody? Another beautiful, exciting week in. Front Face Lock Podcast lands. We have, we are riding high. We are riding high. Riding high. Like, we will tell you all about it. We got a great show. Ryan, how have you been this week? You know what? You no, know it's crazy. I just want to say two things to you. All right. Time Number one, which today is Happy Bin Laden Shot in the Face Day. Happy Bin Laden Shot in the Face Day. And number two, Happy Upcoming Birthday. Thank you very much. I know it's Star Wars Day. I don't celebrate my birthday. It's Star Wars Day. Okay, so Star Wars Day. Well, may the fourth be with you by the time this comes out. Yes, thank you very. I appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, also, I should say I should. I always write this down every week. I never again. say it. He's a born uh, again or uh, uh, what's that called? The the Jehovah Jehovah's Witness. That's why he doesn't celebrate his birthday. Yeah, I don't, I don't celebrate Halloween, my birthday, nothing. But uh, I, I write this down every week. I forget to say it. Like and subscribe our YouTube channel. Front Face Live podcast. Like and subscribe to Science with Sawyer if he's still doing that. He does, but they're so ridiculous. It's not even like I know, but they're funny. It's just gotta gotta like and subscribe to Science with Sawyer. He had a ten minute video of him making a music video of him singing a song and then just making sound effects. (laughs) It's amazing, though. It's amazing. So let let, you want to talk about why we're riding high today on on May second? I guess we'll just start off is that if anyone's aware it is playoff season for both the stanley cup and nba playoffs and the stanley cup playoffs we're from the new york new jersey area and the was it the cross river rivals the devils played the rangers and they went into a game seven and the rangers went into prudential center in newark for a crucial game seven and they went up to the devils at the opening faceoff and said what are you going to do to me, Daddy? Amen. And the Rangers got fucked by the Devils. Hard. 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 And I'll explain this. And this is coming from me being a diehard Devils fan, born and raised. I grew up when it was Continental Airlines Arena, a mile away from the arena, um, before they moved to Newark. Always hated the Rangers. Hate their bravado. Hate their fans. Pieces of shit, for the most part. 90%, you know... I had to endure. I didn't talk shit all week. All I said was on social media, I said, let's go devils. And then I get, fuck those bums. The first message. 
Then I read all my friends' things, like after the Rangers went up 2-0, oh, but they're supposed to be so quick and so fast. Then the Devils came back, and the Ranger fans were silent when it went 2-2. Then the Rangers win game three, and the Ranger fans go, oh, uh, I don't hear the Devils fans. We didn't hear you for a week. What are you talking about? We went up 3-2. Then they tied the series, and they were like, oh, don't hear you now. Um, Every Rangers fan I know that I'm friends with on Facebook all week. Let's go Rangers. It's blue shirts. Let's go blue shirts. Let's go the. And then as soon as the devil started creeping back out of the cellar, not a word. And then yesterday it wasn't like, you know, that nobody posted like, Hey, good try Rangers. Nope. You know, nothing. nothing, nothing. And I will say that I, you know, I will say I was a little nervous. I, I give the Rangers credit. They're a great team. Um, you always know that the Rangers devils is going to be a good series. It's always six, seven games all the time. Uh, first time the Devils have won a Game 7 series in playoffs against the Rangers because uh, they lost to 92-96, uh, but they did win other uh, series against them, I think, in five or six games. I just want to say how sweet it is to win at home and how we shut them up, and now I don't hear one fucking thing. Not even when you re- replied to them, oh, well, you know, not even they couldn't even talk shit. Like, they just hid. They yeah, hid. There was, there was no excuses. At least Yankee fans and Jet fans give excuses. As yeah. dumb as they may be, they're like, "Well, well, you know, Aaron Rodgers was playing with a hangnail, or, or some, or Aaron Judge's, you know, he's got a, a foot fungus." Like, there's always something. Rangers fans just not, except nothing. one, What's that? except one person, Boomer. Aside, uh, well, we'll get to that. I just want to say one thing. Well, not one thing, a couple things. The main reason the Devils turned that around was because the head coach realized that Vanacek did not have it in the first two games. And he put rookie Akira Schmidt in, who's massive in size, and he was, except for one game, lights out. And oh, yes, uh, yesterday's game, he lights out. Not one goal. Two, two shutouts in the first rounds he had. And the other two games they won, he gave them one goal apiece. He was amazing. The best playoff performance in a series since Martin Brodeur, which is saying something, especially by a rookie. And it, for the coach, I don't know his name, but for him to recognize – that that was the move to make and them coming together to win was a great, uh, just a great decision. You qu- questioned it at first. Cause I didn't like Schmidt all year. And Hey, listen, he saw something I, I didn't and good, good for them. And I, I'm glad you brought up Martin Brodeur's name, Martin Brodeur, because yes. for years, for years, all we kept hearing, I mean, Martin Brodeur statistically is the greatest goalie in the history of hockey. I believe he only, I know Patrick was up there too. But I believe the only record for a goalie that Brodeur doesn't have is like goals by a goalie in the playoffs, and I think Patrick Waugh has that one. Or so, it's something ridiculous where it's like for one, me. like Brodeur, one yeah. stat. Goaltender's goals. Oh, Brodeur has that. Brodeur has that. He doesn't have the one in the playoffs. I don't yeah, think they're though. T- they're, t- they're tied. They're t- oh, they're tied. Okay, so he doesn't own that one specifically. I, I think it's they both have two in the playoffs, and Brodeur has like five or six overall. Yeah, but it's like every other stat a goalie could have, Brodeur has it. Yeah. And all we kept hearing for years was about King Lundqvist. Uh, on top of it, I had a friend post I had a friend post something yesterday before the game that said I had a picture of Chichurkin. Is that his name? Chichurkin or something weird European like that. Uh Sirkin, I think his name is, right? So had a picture of his jersey and it said a new hero will rise. Let me explain something, Ranger fans. Except for Mike Richter, except for Mike Richter, who actually won a Stanley Cup 
1994, almost 30 years ago. All of your goaltenders you've had since then, you cannot label anything. You can't label them king. You can't label them hero. It, it's it's just it, you're the North Korea of hockey teams. <laughs> let me let me drop a little knowledge here, Vinny. I'm going to drop some knowledge on these kids. All right, I'm going to throw drop down it, some knowledge. Drop it, drop it, drop it like a tot, son. Throwing down knowledge from Mount Ryan. You ready for this? Oh, I'm ready. I'm ready. Do I got to get Are my you... oxygen mask? No, because you're you're up there with me. I'm I'm good. I have you're good. Energy. Yes. Let me throw this knowledge out there, and this is specifically for Ranger fans, but it, it, it applies in all aspects. Okay. You can't be the best if you lose. This is a true story. This is a true statement. And that does bring us to – is he a free-floating hostility, or is he a is he a hot – because I know that I have another guy in sports that is a free-floating hostility – Again, <laughs> but we, I think we should save it for free floating hostility because we don't have a lot of those. Right. But that man, that man on the sports radio that we like to talk about, whose name sounds like what the t- shit makes when it hits the toilet, Boomer. Oh, I thought you meant a sigh. Mine, mine sounds like a Siasin. <laughs> when I shit, it says Siasin. Norman Julius Boomer Siasin. Norman. No wonder you went with Julius or what you went with Boomer. I, uh, yeah, if I was on the Bengals, then I, I would have went with Orange Julius. Yeah, could have been Orange Julius. <laughs> so, I, uh, another thing about that game and the fans, these Ranger fans, is they're just, I, they're delusional too. They're delusional. Yeah. Listen, I had no expectations going in. I want the Devils to win. I know the Rangers were a team that was on fire at the end of the year. The Devils were kind of slumping at the end of the year. They always play each other hard. Didn't know it was going to happen. If the Devils won one game, I was I'm not like series over. Yeah, I oh my, it's over. Put it in the books. It's ridiculous. I never talk shit like that in a seven game series because you know historically, if you look historically at the Rangers in the playoffs, the last three times that they were two and zero in the playoff series, I think they've only won once and they I, lost the other series. I think you're right. I think last year they lost. They were up on Tampa Bay and lost four to two. Yes, they did. I, yes, because nobody expected Tampa Bay to come back. But another year, another year for the Rangers to be sitting on the bench. And another thing in hockey, Boston, the number one team of all time in the regular season, played the Florida Panthers. And the Florida Panthers said to the Boston Bruins. Surprise, motherfucker. And knocked them out in the first round. Game now four. it's anybody's oh. game. Yeah, Pardon yeah. the pun, but it's anybody's game because everybody thought the Bruins were going all the way. Yeah. Oh, everybody. And now this change. Well, now they have actually the Toronto Maple Leafs. I was reading today who won their first playoff series in I don't know how many years. They are now favored to go to the Stanley Cup, which is weird to me. But it shakes up the whole dynamic of the um, the playoffs. I really believe that whoever won the Devils Rangers series because Boston being out would get to the Stanley Cup. Uh, Devils play Carolina, which is a tough series, so we'll see. Hey, you know what, though? If the Devils lose now, I'm okay with it because they're a young team. They got a lot of playoffs in the future, and they beat the Rangers. Yeah, no, that's what I was going to say. Um, this is my Stanley Cup. Everything yes. else after this is a bonus. Yes. I rewon exactly. that. That's it. That's all that matters. Because yeah. fuck them. Because you know what? No matter what, if you go to the Stanley Cup and you play someone like the Golden Knights, you're not going to have some Golden Knight fan come out and go, you fuck the Devils. That's not going to happen. You're not going to have this piece of shit trash talk 
this is it. This was it. And I'm glad. Yeah. And the one thing I don't understand is we live in a small state. We have one team, one sports team. Now, I understand older folk that were hockey fans before the Devils were in existence when they were still in Colorado, liking the Rangers. Yes. But I don't understand people. What did they come in, like 84, 85? 82. 82? I don't understand people that were born after 1982. Like, we're right on the cusp. We're 81. So, like, when we got to our sports sports watching age. The devils were existence. So anybody born after 82, if you live in the state of New Jersey, how can you not root for the one team we have? I can I can say that I maybe understand people whose family members were Ranger fans or they passed out. I get that. The ones I don't understand is the ones down South Jersey that root for the Phil Flyers. But oh, that's all 609. They're all Flyers and yeah. Eagles. And- but on top of that, I have my cousins. And along with Boomer Esiason, grew up on Long Island, and they're Ranger fans. Not Islanders. Right. And they grew up, like, on the islands. Not, like, Brooklyn. Like, Long Island. Like, out there. Ron Konkama. They named a team after that island. Yes. And yes. you're just not rooting for them. Yeah, I, I don't get it either. Uh, but good for the Devils. Good for the Florida Panthers. And we'll see what happens. Uh, in other news, you know what other sporting event happened last week right after our, our, our podcast? What happened? The NFL draft. That is right. The NFL draft did happen. Did. I don't know. Did you care? I don't know. No, I don't know anybody that got drafted. I know some kid was supposed to get drafted and there's memes of his girlfriend looking at his phone or something. I don't care. The meme of the, the guy who did get drafted and the dad grabbed his girlfriend's ass. And then there's the meme of the guy who got drafted by the Patriots, Patriots, and he's all he looks like pissed off. Yeah, so I mean, I guess there's four quarterbacks went, or three in the first like four picks. Then there's like 14 wide receivers picked in a row. The Giants picked up a quarterback, a cornerback, a center, which they needed, another cornerback, and a wide receiver. I know the Bills got a tight end. That's all I know. Yeah, that guy is actually pretty good. They said the Giants had a good draft. The Eagles, of course, had a steal again because. Apparently, everybody wants the Eagles to win. They have literally the University of Georgia, who just won the national championships, entire defense in the past two years. Oh, yeah. And the biggest news of the draft, to me, so the San Francisco 49ers got an F in the draft. Okay. You know why they got an F in the draft? I don't. You want to know why they got an F in the draft? I would love to know. Because I believe it was the third round. The San Francisco 49ers drafted a kicker. A kicker. <laughs> the third or fourth round, they drafted a kicker. I like kickers. You don't draft a kicker. No. Like when you do fantasy football, your last two picks are kicker and defense. That's it. Yeah. Because the defenses as a whole and the kicker is just really doesn't add too much to your team. But you took a position spot that you could have filled anywhere on their team that had a weak link. And you were like, no, nah, I'm going to take a kicker. Kickers are like, bro. You still have, they apparently, I think they still have Robbie Gould on their, their team too. Who's like, I think he do. Who is, I mean, he's old, but he's still good. He's a pro bowler, but I don't, I don't know. So yeah. Well, it's funny you mentioned draft because we can transition into wrestling. Ah, uh, yes, that's right. There is a draft in wrestling going on, huh? Because WWE just did their draft, finished it up last night on Raw. Uh, Triple H had a little faux pas when he was talking about when the draft takes effect. He goes, it'll take effect after backlash on March 8th. And I just tweeted out like, March 8th? Are you sure? May 8th. May 8th, yes. He he said March, though. I didn't watch either show, but I, I read them. And um, 
it's kind of looking to me that Roman Reigns ain't dropping that belt anytime soon. Well, they're focusing now more so on the world heavyweight belt because right. now it's going to be a raw belt. And, and I've been reading about this for about two years now that USA has been upset that they didn't have a, a world championship. And which I thought was supposed to be the U.S. title. That it was, but then when that's why they drafted, they drafted Theory to, uh, to uh, SmackDown and Gunther's over in Raw oh. now. So they wanted a world belt, so they made this. So the U.S. title now is going to be like the Intercontinental Championship of SmackDown. Pretty much, yeah. And it always they, was kind of on the same level. They traded, they just traded champions again, but... Now, Seth Rollins is on SmackDown. Seth Rollins is still on Raw. But why does uh, Rollins say that Roman doesn't have to hide from him anymore? Because Roman got drafted to SmackDown. Wow. Yeah, there's the Usos are on SmackDown. SmackDown. And, but now Sami Zayn and Owens are on Raw. So now what happens with the tag belts? They didn't, they didn't say anything about that. Are they going to vacate the SmackDown tag belts and... Or are they going to have to fight someone from SmackDown? I I, I don't understand. What I don't. Doing. Maybe Night of Champions. They'll do something with the the belts and split them up. Uh, Rhea Ripley and Bianca Belair switch. So I guess they're going to do a belt switch like they did with Charlotte and Becky a couple years ago. Yeah, they're saying that they might just do it like without actually doing it in person. I think they were setting up an angle with those two at that time. I think because I heard that you know they didn't want another disaster like when that happened with Charlotte and Becky. And then yeah. there's the whole what was it too the. Uh, there was something that I read that Dutch Mantle said that the way to get the belts off Roman without him losing is to have him go out on injury and have to vacate the belts. No, I, I see. That's why Dutch Mantle is not employed by WWE anymore because he came up with stupid ideas like that. Because that's an AEW idea. No, well, the WWE did do that originally. They have done it. Yes, and they, they have. Done it. Yeah. Um, who was it? Was that uh, Shawn Michaels? It was the first one, I think, right? The, when he lost his smile, that yeah, was the intercontinental he belt. He got jumped. He was jumped by nine guys, nine Marines in a bar, and nobody yeah, helped him. <laughs> not one person. Not one person in his locker room helped him. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, so I uh, there's a couple NXT people that were brought up. Indy Hartwell, Pretty Reckless. Uh, I know Bronson Re- uh, Bron- Bron Breaker wasn't brought up because he's in a uh, storyline right now. And pretty Deadly. Pretty Deadly, sorry, yeah. Also, Alba Fire, what's K- uh, Caden Chance and or Katana Chance and whoever the fuck Caden somebody and then They're- Dark and oh and the guy that I like the best out of NXT, which I liked him when he was in TNA. I thought he was awesome. Cameron Grimes. Oh, did, uh, see, I didn't see SmackDown. I'm glad Cameron Grimes got drafted because I fucking love Cameron Grimes. Yeah, and I love his finishing move. Yeah, we I just, just I think he's. I think he's a great character. I think that him, him and the LA Knight feud that he had was phenomenal. He, yeah. If he got drafted, drafted to SmackDown, LA Knight's going is on SmackDown. So if they reignite that feud, that's going to be fucking. Excuse my uh, millennial language. That's going to be fucking fire. A banger. A banger. I also read, and I don't know what it is, is that there are a bunch of firings coming. Uh, I, I've read that for a couple weeks now. Yeah, and then I've also read that there's no new news on Bray Wyatt, but he's super excited to get back on. He has a new writer. They hired a new writer specifically for Bray Wyatt. Yeah, they said that maybe come back. So it's not that he's not coming back, but they said the illness. There's no illness. I'm telling you right now, it's a mental illness. If anything, yeah, they probably had to figure out what the fuck. They're probably like Triple H probably called me off. It was just like, what the fuck are you doing? Yes. 
He's like, I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't know. I'm me. I'm. I'm Father Buzz. <laughs> let me uh, in. Father, let me in, Father Buzz. I'm. I'm gonna go howdy, and then sometimes I'm Bray Wyatt, and now I'm some the fiend. It's like, all right, Bray. Listen, here's what we're gonna do, Wyndham. Let me in. Uh, He's knocking on Triple H's <laughs> office. Uh, who is it? it? It it's either Bray or or Cap, uh, Uncle Howdy or or the fiend. Uh, I'm busy right now. Let me in. No, no. Let me in. I follow the buzzards. All right, come on in. Shut off your shut off the light in your office. I've got a lantern. Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna Wyndham. We're gonna hide. No, no, you do H to the third power. Wyndham, we're gonna we're gonna call me call me call me Bray. All right, Bray. Six of my friends with me. Five of my friends with me. Can they come in? They can come in, but I'm going to tell you this right now. We're hiring somebody to write your stuff for wait, you. Wait, I have a, I have a lantern shaped like my face. That's a very nice lantern you have there, Bray. Let me in. Shut off the lights, and then I'm going to blow out the lantern. But I'm going to press the button on the lantern because we can't have fire. And then you're going to turn the lights on, and you're going to let me first, in. First of all, you're already in. You've already, you've entered. You're already in. I'm in. You're in. You let me in. <laughs> By the uh, Way so his Bray Wyatt character is based on Robert De Niro and Cape Fear, the original one. Yeah, that movie sucks. Robert De Niro's they, accent is so terrible. They tried to do the same character with who the fuck was it back in the nineties? Dan Spivey. In the nineties, they tried to do the same, like the Hawaiian shirt, white pants. Dan Spivey was the Cape Fear character, like right after the movie came out, and it was. Nothing against Dan Spivey, but he, it was just atrocious. The only way this shit is going to work is what I said when they had, like, the Wyatt Six shit is if you, like, you have somebody. Like, say if you had the bloodline or, you, you know, something like that, and you had, they're all talking shit. It's like, no one's beating me. No one could beat me. Blah, 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 blah. I beat everybody. You know, the bloodline, no one's taking down the bloodline. And the fucking lights go out, and then the lights come on, and there's six motherfuckers standing around the ring. Like, all creepy. They have hired a writer. Maybe that's the plan now. But now you took the LWO was fighting the blood. Now they're on different brands. Yeah, but the they they get uh, they get fight. Judgment. But it, like, how long are we gonna do this? They'll probably. I mean, Triple H loves factions, so they'll probably come up with a couple other factions. He's building the female division. He's building the tag division. Yeah. So I mean, I'm kind of happy with the direction it's going. You've got to build a female division because it is garbage. What's it called? So anyway, moving on. Uh, the the WWE draft. Um, what do you think overall? I think it's good. I, it's exciting, and I know I, I know why they did it this week because of the NFL draft. I know they did it. You know, I like I, I I'm a nostalgic kind of person. I love when they, you know, Eric Bischoff, RVD, Road Dog, Shawn Michaels, Molly Holly, Booker T, Queen Charmel. Like they wheeled them all out, and it, you know, it's just cool to see them. RVD announced Riddle, right? RVD announced announced Riddle, but it's funny because on SmackDown, apparently he was holding the card upside down. <laughs> And then when they showed that he was coming out, he had the card upside down. And then he looks at it and he goes, oh, and he turns it right side up. So, like, they made light of it. So, wow. real quick, though, two more WWE things okay. before we get into the other ones. Yeah. Um, did you know Alicia Fox was still signed by WWE that she just got released? I was, was going to mention that because I did read that today. Because his article is uh, Alicia Fox apparently not with WWE anymore. I'm like, um, I thought she would. No, she got released like fucking. Three years ago, remember? Yeah, but apparently they, I don't know if they re signed or what, but it was all over the news, you know, yeah. the news, 
all of her wrestling news that she got released. And I think like every response on Twitter was like, she's still signed with them. She had to be on a legends contract or something. Had to be. Because she was not, she was, she was released. I remember she was released. Unless it had to be a legends contract. Adrian Clyder messed up the timelines. It's possible. It's done it before. So, I mean, maybe I was thinking uh, Alicia Fox with a Y. Is she still with WWE? Maybe. A Funkadactyl? He wasn't a Funkadactyl. Anyway. So, last WWE thing I have. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Speaking of women, Trinity Fatu is in... uh... I was going to get there because there's a story that goes along with this. So, real quick, last WWE thing I have. I like the I like the way you segued into that. You're like, <laughs> um, WWE is being sued by a former writer. Oh yes, apparently for racist scripts that Vince wanted to have written. And then the the clip that kept coming up was Vince standing in the ring. I think he was with Bischoff. And there's a bunch of wrestlers around the ring. And he goes, "Anybody who's not Caucasian, get out of here!" <laughs> like literally, that's been saying. Yeah. Well, what was that for? I don't remember. What I that, don't remember. Why like, who's going to be champion? Sorry, non-Caucasians, get out of here. There are a couple storylines. So I read some things, and they, besides the race, so first they said I read something that Kofi Kingston's story to lose a belt was like way they knew it way ahead of time. Like it wasn't like a surprise that he was getting squashed by Lesnar. They knew that ahead of time, so it wasn't like you know everyone thought like oh there he's right like he knew going in apparently I guess. But going back to the racist thing uh, and the sexist thing, there's a storyline with Aaliyah. Um, who's Muslim, and she was going to have a uh, romantic tryst with Angel Garza and uh, Mansoor. Oh, God, Mansoor. Was it Mansoor or Mustafa Ali? No, Mustafa Ali. Was it Mustafa Ali? Or was it Mansoor? I don't know. Whoever it was. And she would be trying – she was going back and forth of who wanted her, and apparently whoever – if it was Mansoor or Mustafa Ali was going to be like – I'm pretty sure it's Mansoor because he's from Saudi Arabia. Was going to be like super strict Muslim, like you can't do shit, and like abusive to her. Wow, I didn't read that one. Yeah, and they're like, all right, we're not going to do that. And then it made it to where, and she was supposed to be like a bimbo. But then, like the storyline was going to be the second storyline was going to be she's not a bimbo. She's going to be like smart, and she's she's going to realize right away that this he's an asshole, and that Angel Garza is just trying to bang her, and she's going to like like not deal with any of them like she's gonna get be empowered so but they didn't do that one either but the other one if i don't know if you want to talk about this other wonderful storyline that uh creative came up with that they thought would have been a uh you know a hit with the fans you tell because you sent it to me and i looked it up but you're the one that found it i know it was had something to do with reggie right yeah if, you're, if anyone's not familiar reggie was um who was he with for a while carmelo right carmelo and he was a—he uh, was actually a Cirque du Soleil uh, performer. So he was a gymnast. He wasn't really a wrestler, but he came out as a manager. And he would like—it was just kind of like an Ellsworth type of guy. And um, the storyline was to have Shane Thorne in NXT get a feud with Reggie and chase him around and hunt him down, hunt him down, and then cage him like an animal and keep him keep him locked in a cave. <laughs> a white guy running around chasing a black man and then putting him in a cage. Yeah, um I don't where's the racism? Oh, no, I didn't I did, what? Oh, was that was that one of the things that was racist or? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, because the white guy and the and the black guy in the cage, yeah, that uh oh, pfft, duh. oh yeah. that's my bad. Whoops. 
I mean, how who who are the ad wizards that came up with that one? <laughs> but like you're sitting there in the boardroom, Steve. Hey guy, hey uh uh it's Vince. I know uh you know they've been asking me to take a leave of absence lately, but um, you know, I feel like my creative team has a lot of good ideas that would get me back in the good graces of fans. So um trips, I'm gonna turn it over to uh my head of creative uh Steve here. Steve, tell tell Trips what uh what we have that's gonna bring me back in the good graces of the WWE universe. Well, here's what I was thinking. Reggie, he's super athletic, super good guy, and he's also very black. Very, very like one of the one like it's almost and Reggie and Titus. Don't forget our truth. He's right in there too. Yeah, yeah. They're I, I got confused. They all look the same. Here's what we're gonna do. Shane yeah. Thorne is an up and coming youngster. Yeah. Like him, white, white guy, white is love, love it. Here's what we're gonna do. Are you familiar with something that happened in this country a couple hundred years ago? Capitalism. Yes, but it was part of the beginning of capitalism. Um, we, you know, we, you trade and sell goods, but at one point, Vince, I'm Mr. McMahon. Bartering. I'm sorry. Bartering. No, well, we traded and sold people as well, That's black people. So here's what we're gonna do. Shane Thorne is white. I'm already loving this direction. I love historical. I know you do, and I know you love when the white person comes out on top, Vince. Uh, yeah, like 100% of the time. So we have that cage that sometimes we hang up above the ring for a shark cage match. Yeah, I, I still haven't gotten my shark yet. Listen, sir, we're going to get you the shark, but we need the cage for this storyline. Are you ready for this? Shane Thorne mm-hmm. is going to be a manhunter. Okay. Like and the shark. kind of, not a shark hunter. No, he's going to be like a manhunter, like a shark's a manhunter. Yes, but okay. love sharks and love sharks and white people. My favorite things on the planet. Shane is going to hunt a certain type of man, black man. Gotta make it believable though. Like you gotta make it believable to where every time he's gonna hunt them, he's gonna do like backflips over his head. He's going, and then we're gonna set up nets and cages to catch him. Mm. And then when he catches him, like a little gonna, black leprechaun, a little black leprechaun. Exactly, sir. That's exactly where my head was going. And then we throw him in the cage. And we torture gold. him. Teeth. There's gold teeth. Gold teeth? Yeah, when you capture a leprechaun, they have a pot of gold. When you capture well, a sir, leprechaun, you get their gold teeth. Sir, we can integrate that and into the story you. somehow. In chains. Like chains. We have, we can, listen, I'm writing it down. I'm putting pen to paper. We're going to make this work with spitball in here. All right. All right. Here's, the, here's the bullet points I'm going to say to you. Shane Thorne, white Shane guy. Want, love him. Reggie. Black guy. Uh, he's all right. Shane Thorne puts Reggie in cage after hunting him. How how long how long do we plan on keeping him in this cage? Indefinitely. Um, hmm. Do we have to show him being fed? No, no. You show the empty plates, implying that he was fed. He's never fed, right? Because we he got never, he's too much money already on catering. I can't afford to be feeding people in cages. Here's the best part. We don't actually feed him. We just give him all the empty plates from catering. <laughs> Love it. And then um, everybody thinks you fed him. Better better idea. All right, I'm opening. Um, while the storyline's going on, who am I sexually assaulting? Take your pick. Any woman on the roster you want. Who needs fake tits? Well, um, Raquel Rodriguez. Uh, a little too manly, manly for me. Liv Morgan. I like it. White Dakota Kai, definitely. Mm. So a little exotic for me, you know. She's a Kiwi. Anyway, 
Max's cage. He's just going to be in the cage. That's it. That he doesn't forever. wrestle forever. And so then we one day we'll show a skeleton. Okay. No, wait. I've we've got I've got the best idea to culminate this match. All year, sir. Shane Thorne at the next WrestleMania for having Reggie in this cage for a year, right? Right. That's in a feud with Bobby Lashley. Oh, another black fella. Yeah. He's going to fight for the freedom of Reggie. Well, you don't want to say freedom. The emancipation match. You know what? That's a better idea than what I had. All right. So, but here's the, here's the hook. Reggie's in the shark cage. We lower him into shark-infested waters. Bobby Lashley and Shane Thorne. I'm sorry. Bobby Lashley and Shane Thorne wrestle in a ring floating in shark-infested waters. We can the make middle, that happen. The middle of the ring has a hole in it just big enough for the cage. It lowers, and Bobby Lashley has three minutes to beat Shane Thorne, or the cage goes into the water and the door opens, and we pour a bunch of blood in the water. We actually take... Actually, this is a secret. We're going to get Moxley to come. Do you think we can get him? Yeah. So what we're going to do is we're going to throw Moxley. Oh, he's going to try to interfere on Shane Thorne's behalf at about two minutes and 50 seconds. Okay. Bobby Lashley throws him over the ropes. Moxley's cut open. Obviously. Gushing blood all over the place in the water. Three minutes hits. Reggie goes in the water. Sharkade's open right as Bobby Lashley pins Thorne for the three. It's too late. Shark comes. Eats Reggie. Well, sir, you actually want to have Reggie killed? Got to make it believable, right? You're right, sir. Let's do it. End scene. And that's the exact storyline that they were going to use. That's actually verbatim from the transcript. We were just playing the characters of Steve. Um, names were changed. Like, it's Vince and Steve, but the name of the writer was changed. Yeah, it was Stove. 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 So, you brought it up a couple minutes ago, and one of us may or may not have said something on Twitter. This time it wasn't even bad. Somebody from another show that I don't even know who they were, talking nonsense about Impact, I think they're called. We followed each other. I didn't know who the fuck they were. It was just like some show. And they posted a gif of, it was from the Lion King when there's like the little lion, I guess after he's king and all the hyenas are running towards him. But they photoshopped like Naomi's head and it said, welcome to Impact new fans. And all I did was comment and say, I think you're overestimating her draw and her ability or something like that. You know, she's not the, uh, or her draw and her worth. I, she's not as big as a talent as everybody thinks she is. She kind of sucks. The Whoever runs their Twitter was like super offended by that and like talk shit to me about it. And I'm like, dude, like it's a different opinion. I think she sucks. I'm not saying like, I like impact. I don't, I'm not going to watch impact now because Naomi's there. Anyone whose finishing move is hitting someone with their ass is not isn't that's not talent to me. I'm sorry. I don't I don't think she's the worst, but she's definitely not good. And we know why Vince gave her the belt for about a month because she's related to Roman somewhat because because she's breathed into the breathalyzer for Jimmy or Jay or whoever she's married to to start his car. Yeah, or or jumped in the driver's seat when he's gotten pulled over more than once. So yeah, she just debuted on Impact, and apparently there's people that got really offended if you just say you're not a fan of a person, whatever fucking show that is. Like I, I, I didn't even do it to pit. I wasn't trolling. I, I was just making a, a comment. Piece of shit. Well, by the way, 
I believe that most of my NXT prospects have become exactly what I said they were going to become. I've hit them right on the money. And I believe, by the way, <laughs> that we have been saying Vince McMahon's a racist for th- about two and a half years now. True. And a sex offender. And we've had other shows go, no, he just he sometimes comes up with big storylines. It's like, no, he's fucking racist, and now they're proving it. Just, you know, maybe we're right again. So, AEW, did you read this one? What's AEW? Um, eh, an egotistical wrestling. All egos wrestling. So, AEW women division. There's a feud going on between whatever stupid name, Paige, Soraya, and uh, what's her name? Storm. What's her name? Pony Storm and uh, Ruby Solo. So, they apparently beat the shit out of uh, Britt Baker, and they gave her a black eye. And then they made T-shirts, and she had a black eye in the T-shirt. I forget what it said, but so they were wearing it. And then somebody <laughs> tweeted to Soraya, "Way to way to um, glorify domestic violence." <laughs> so she went apeshit, and then Britt Baker jumped, was like, and went on the fan too. Like you're supposed to be the storyline. Yeah, she defended uh, Soraya. She's like, "It's not, uh, it's not domestic violence, and I made all the money off the merch because they tried to get a." One up on me, and I, I I got them because I guess she put out a shirt that said "hero," and she had like, uh, or ro- it said "role model," and she had blood all over her face. So she I remember that. Shirt. Yeah, so she was like, "Oh, I I made my money off of them too," and I'm like, "That's so." The guy was like, "No, it's a violence against women, you know, and stuff like that. You're glorifying violence against women. What if no one knows what wrestling is?" And then the guy walks in with a girl's face with a black eye on it. I guess it kind of has a point. Yeah, that that's the best point of what you were saying of. Like, if I bought that shirt and I walked into a bar... I walked into a feminist meeting. <laughs> yeah, if, I, if I walked into a feminist... Like, oh, it's empowering. But I walked into a feminist meeting with a Brit Baker with a black eye shirt. I'm going to get my ass kicked by a bunch of feminists. <laughs> but yeah, I understand that. Like, if they don't know what it's from, I get it. But like, if it's a wrestling event, everyone's going to know who it is. But AEW is not big enough for anyone to know who the fuck Brit Baker is. Exactly. If they, if you had a shirt with Miss Elizabeth with a black eye, everybody would go, "Oh, it's Miss Elizabeth. I remember that. That was from 1987 at WrestleMania, whatever." That's when we were glorifying domestic violence. <laughs> exactly. All right. So I got one. Well, uh, speaking of AEW, real quick. Yeah. Roderick Strong is now all elite. Roddy. Roddy. So now they have the whole undisputed era, except for Bobby Fish. Well, he was there. Yeah. Where's Miro? Where's Andrade? Where's Where's any of them? Where's House of Black? House of Black is the uh, trio's tag champs. I, I haven't even seen them. What about yeah? Because uh, I haven't seen them on TV, dude. It did you see the viewership? So bad. Eight hundred thirty thousand. And you sent me that picture of ROW or ROH with like nobody in the stands. Yeah, it's bad, man. And it's like that, that's why CM, CM Punk went to Impact too behind the scenes. He's trying to jump ship, bro, because he 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 wants to make money. If he goes to Impact, he'll bring in a significant crowd for them. And I, you know what? I would watch it because I, yeah, you know, I said this last week or two weeks ago. Like, I think Impact is entertaining. It's 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 WWE in the mid nineties. It's entertaining. It's got some of the Attitude Era. It's got some of the New Generation stuff. It's it's got the ridiculous storylines, and not everything they do is great, but it's it's it's. Co- it's corny and fun, and it's like, oh, ECW guys, WWE guys, whatever. It's it, if he went to it does Impact, I'd watch it. I wouldn't be a fan of CM Punk because he kind of lost me there. But he kind of lost me because 
he legit thinks like when his shirt best in the world, he like bought into his character so bad. Just like MGF, MJF is doing. MGF is just blatant ripoff of CM Punk too. But um, yeah. CM Punk you're, bought into his character best in the world. Like, dude, you're really not that great of a wrestler at all. Yeah. You're good on mic for a year, two years, and that's it. We all bought into it because he was good on the mic for that year. Because he was a Heyman for a while. Yeah. But you know what league I will never get into? I've watched it. But I'll never get into it. I think you brought this up, but uh, you could tell me again because you told me some new people that are there. Major League Wrestling. Now I tried. I tried. Now they did something. It was a. Uh, it was essentially a Royal Rumble, and it was called something Rumble. So, it, and it was like you know, a couple of people started in the ring, and then every minute or so, somebody else came out. Royal Rumble. Something. And I don't know if these were one-offs or if it was these are people are actually signed with MLW. But first of all, they have three. Fatus. There's Jacob Fatu, who's like one of their top guys, and then there's a, two more that are not named Fatus, but they're tag team. Yeah, but Jacob Fatu sucks. Yeah, and but he's like their top guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ty, uh, Taya Valkyrie is also st- so she's in Impact, AEW, and MLW. She's not in AEW anymore. She just fought Jade Cargill last week. Oh, I thought she was done with them. I thought that's what they said. Oh, uh, maybe that, maybe last week was her last match because she lost. Yeah, she's in Impact now. She's been an impact for years. She was at the Death Dolls with uh, Rosemary. I will say, because she's kind of thick now, but I, I think she's fucking hot. I love her. I yeah. Know. John Morrison, obviously, is in... Uh, Johnny Impact? Johnny Impact is in MLW. Snitsky? Remember Snitsky? Snitsky? Yeah. Remember Snitsky? Snitsky kicked the baby. Yeah. He's in MLW. Well, this is, again, I don't know if these were one-offs. This was the Royal Rumble thing they did. But you know what the midget is named? That little, like, one-foot-tall guy? Micro, micro, micro man, micro man. They have a, a guy who dresses like the Viking Raiders, Alberto Del Rio's limo driver, whatever his name was. He's there, or he was in this Royal Rumble. Not the announcer for him, or was it the, the guy, guy the limo driver who would come out this and he would announce Alberto Del Rio, Kim Chi. Kim Chi, are you fucking for real from WCW? One of- one of the hand no, one of the handlers of Kamala. Oh, yeah, 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 with the mask and the fucking yeah. Chair. The guy, the guy who wrote those books was Kim Chi. That's a different Kim Chi. This is yeah. Kim Chi, the handler from because he came out with the safari hat and yeah, the no, mask. No, 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 that guy who wrote those books. Remember that gave me the books, the Just Incredible book. Oh, that's right. He was Kim Chi. Ricardo Rodriguez. Ricardo yeah. Rodriguez. Yeah, he's yeah, there. That guy was Kim Chi. Yeah. Raven, Raven, who came out. Totally out of shape. He was wearing jeans, a t-shirt, and hiking boots. And he has a new flock. They're not called the flock. I don't know what they're called. The and mask. there's like six people, and four of them wear gas masks. And they're all like fat. They're all like just big fat guys. But my all-time favorite thing that I saw on television last week, and this is 100% true, Duke the Dumpster I can't Rossi. believe that is a reality. But it gets better. It was so Drossi, or was he something else? No, he was due to dumpster Drossi. Time to take out the trash. Yeah, he came out with the uh, the garbage can, and he's in the ring. And whoever won, I forget his name. I guess he does an ankle lock, and he went to do an ankle lock. Duke the dumpster Drossi. Problem was, he grabbed the leg of Duke the dumpster Drossi, where he doesn't have a foot. He has a prosthetic foot. Excuse me. You heard me. So apparently Duke the Dumpster had his foot amputated for some uh, virus he had a couple years ago, and now he's got a prosthetic foot. 
So when the guy was doing the ankle lock, he literally twisted the foot all the way around, and the announcer was like, oh my god, how is this foot twisting? That's, that's a prosthetic foot! But he still sold it! Like it hurt? Like it hurts! <laughs> Ghost pains. Phantom Ghost pains. pains. Phantom pains. Duke the Dumpster Drossy got to put in an ankle lock on his fake leg. 60, right? He's in his 60s, yeah. Oh, you know he sold Oxycontin? Oh, did he? Yeah. He was given a three-year sentence and served 30 days in prison. Good for him. His left foot was amputated due to a staphylococcal infection. So probably MRSA. Yeah, Duke the Dumpster Drossy. One-legged Duke the Dumpster Drossy. Sold his his foot being ripped. Did they, they rip his foot off? He should have ripped his foot off. It went to commercial, and then they came back, and he was eliminated already. So I don't know what happened. How did they ever get Rey Mysterio's eye back in? Um, uh, they never actually explained that. That yeah, was so terrible. Uh, I know I said it last time too, but I don't think I have anything else in sports. But I mean, we have stuff in sports in free floating hostility, so we can wait till that. I mean, I if, if it's good with you, I think it, I think it might be time. Is it time? Time. It is time for free floating hostility. And now, without further ado, free floating hostility. So I hope you're ready for a little random anger. So do you want to start off with it, or do you want to do something else? Because we have a couple. You want to end with it? We Maybe we should end with it. Yeah, we'll end with it. I do have a couple. I have one that I didn't tell you, but we have a couple. Here's my first one. Your first one? My first one. When you see a woman, and it's always a woman, that says this, and it's usually about her husband, and she says, happy birthday to my best friend, or I married my best friend. No, you didn't. Let me explain something to you, and you know this, so I'm not explaining it to you. There's a, And I'm not married. I'm single. But I'm sure you can relate to this. Twice. There's, <laughs> twice. There's things you can do with your best friend that you can't do with your wife. Yes. And there's things you can do with your wife that you can't do with your best friend. Yes. But let me just give you an example. Here's something that I know we can do. Like, you're my best friend, so here's something that we can do that you can't do with your wife. We can get drunk in Atlantic City drive around town, roll up on hookers and go, hey, how much for both of us? And you'd be like, oh, that's funny. And then we just drive off. Can you do that with your wife? No. I mean, no. I could, but it's probably going to end with a uh, evil stare down or a smack in my arm or something like, why the fuck would you do that? You're so embarrassing kind of shit. Yeah. Like, I could do anything. It just won't end. The end result won't be the same. Yeah. You you could do everything. You could, I guess, you could do everything you with your wife that you do with your best friend. But when you do it with your best friend, it's usually like a that's funny, not a why would you say that. You can go to a strip club with your best friend and have a good time. You could, but you can't do that with your wife. No, maybe a girlfriend. Maybe because she's like, oh, I want to go to a strip club. I'm, I love girls. Definitely a girl that is not your girlfriend that you want to bang. You could go to. Yes. But not anybody who you're in a relationship with. No. What? Did you think she was prettier than me? She was naked. I was supporting her kids. I gave her a dollar. You never give me dollars. I will say, like, um, how do I put this? To not such a mean way. She's not athletic. So there's things that I could definitely do with you that I can't do with her. Like, like catch. Stuff. Like catch. Um, have, like, a cornhole tournament. Go to the batting cages. Uh, golf. Golf. Shit like that. 
I mean, she can but go. I, it won't be good. Like it won't be. It won't be fun because I'm gonna. It's not competitive. And in the turn, and the, the the reverse of that, I'm not giving you a hand job again. I mean, not giving you a hand job. Didn't say again. <laughs> I mean, yet. Well, I'm not yet. I mean, ever. Ever. Um, never. What else could you not do with your spouse that you could do with your best friend? Not do with your spouse that you could do with your best friend. We can sit in the room together and watch a movie and not say a word to each other. Wow. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm, I am I guess this is like a totally different free flow to how silly maybe should wait. What is with women thinking that we wrote the scripts? Why did you do we're that? Behind, we're behind the fucking scenes of when this film was mo- filmed or we're in the, direct, the director or the writer's mind of what they're thinking. Like, oh, who is that? Yo, I don't fucking know. Oh, what are they doing? I don't know. Why did he well, kill that guy? They were together. Is this 30 years later? I don't know. Did it just say on the screen 30 years later? Like, they don't pay attention to shit. And then they ask you everything. And they talk to the whole thing. And they're like, oh, my God. I didn't even understand what happened. Maybe if you shut the fuck up. <laughs> People not to watch movies with. Starting third. Women. At number three. No, number four. Children. Number three. Women. Number two. Black people. <laughs> number three. Number one. Black women. <laughs> And I can say this. I was married to one. <laughs> he was. And here's the thing. And let's be honest. Okay? They're not your best friend. No. You know why they're not your best friend? Because it's just not. Like, I could literally be like, there, there's a difference. I don't marry my best friend because I marry my wife or, you know, whoever married. You don't marry somebody because you're they're your best friend. If that was the case, me and Ryan would be married. We would be. Right? If I was to marry my best friend, I'd be like, no, because I don't like bearded men. It's all right, you know. Not everybody's type. It's you know what? You know what you can do with your best friend that you can't do with your wife. Talk about ex girlfriends. True. Well, no, I I could talk about some. But I'm not, not talking, intimately. That's what I'm talking about. Like if you like, let's say we had a card night. Yeah. And like you're sitting there, like, hey man, who was your first? Oh, it was you know Jamie or whatever. And you're like, oh yeah, she used to do this thing with my balls where she, you know, fondle them and then she'd get the shit and then. You're like, oh, that sounds good. Yeah, I remember Jamie. I, I and then, but it's like you did that with your wife. I'm sure she'd be like, and I, you know, I've had girlfriends where you talk about it, and they go, "You want me to do that?" Well, no, it's just what she did. Well, why would you bring it up then? <laughs> I got, I get, I get the calm down. That's what I get. Calm down. Calm. Like, I'm calm. Like I'm just saying that you, like you can. Here's a tip to everybody out here, especially men. You want know, some advice? You could talk about things that you did with your ex-girlfriend, but if you're talking with your spouse about them, whatever they did was never as good as what she does. <laughs> She's the best at everything. Like if you if you're like, oh man, she used to do this thing where she could literally suck my dick and stick her tongue under my balls and lick my asshole all at the same time. It felt amazing. And she'd be like, and you'd turn to her and she'd give you this look and be like, but baby, you're so much better. Like you're the best. Like that was just like amateur i really didn't even like it like, it I felt said, so like what you feel do is feels better yeah whatever she does even if she's the worst it's the best because that'll keep you out of trouble okay because there are women and let's admit and women know this too and they play coy because i don't i'm sure i didn't have i don't have the biggest dick that my wife's ever had i gotta guarantee it where i'm probably not the best that she's ever had she's not gonna tell me that but i know that's a fact but when i say oh you know that was really good don't get offended. Like, I know. Like, I know I'm probably not the best at certain things. Don't believe that you're the best at certain things. Like, there's some shit. There's some crazy-ass bitches out there that do some wild-ass shit. Just yeah. saying. But I ended up with you, so you should be happy. Who's right? got the ring on the finger? 
Right. Not the bitch that was fucking spitting in my butthole. <laughs> as much as you wanted it. It's yeah. Not the one that I was like, as soon as I left her apartment, she's like, make sure you call me. I'm like, okay, delete, because she was so crazy. <laughs> and then every once in a while, like years later, you go, I wonder what happened to her. And you look her up, you go, oh, seven kids. Okay. No, you wonder what happened. Be like, damn, why the fuck did I delete that number? That's it. I literally walked out of this girl's house once. And I'm telling you, it was like the craziest night ever. Like crazy. And she was like, okay, call me. And it was, it was probably top three in my life. And it was so insane. I was just like, delete number. And then I saw it like six months later and she ignored me. And I was like, oh man, I fucked that up. But it was actually good because she was nuts, but it was bad because, you know. But there was so many, I mean, I'm sure we've all had it where you hook up with somebody and you go, oh man, you know, like you think about all the effort that went into it, but then it was like really good. And then you're like, then you like think like a couple days later, you're like, oh man, I should call her. You're like, oh a lot of effort how they like, like do take her to dinner and then do this and then you're like a year goes by and you're like fuck I shouldn't have deleted that number all I had to do was like buy her dinner and that shit was fucking crazy it was so good and then you like find her on Facebook or you you like find a piece of paper where you wrote her number down back in the day when we had to do that yeah and you call her and she's like oh no I'm seeing somebody now and you never called me so bye and you're like fuck yeah two or when they would be like they were with somebody and they were banging you and then you don't talk for a bit. And then you go find them again. And you're like, hey, what's up? And they're like, I have a boyfriend. You're like, all right, so what? When I had a girlfriend, you didn't care. Yeah. Like, now I care. What? You didn't care when it was me. You didn't care when you were the side piece. <laughs> so here's one thing you could do with a best friend. Or you could let your best friend do and not with your spouse. Butthole licking. No. If you die, your best friends can delete your browser history. I got you, brother. Your spouse can't. <laughs> you, give me the you give me the password to your computer, and all that all that tranny porn is gone. Listen, I need you. I'm gonna in my will and testament. I'm gonna bequeath my cell phone to you, and you throw my my wishes are you to fucking tie it into a bag filled with fucking two thousand pounds of weights and put them in the middle of the ocean. I, I can just go in and just delete your messages <laughs> and your history. No, these are my last dying wishes. <laughs> All right, I got you. So I get a lot of sick time for the year. Most people don't. I luckily get like 15 sick days a year, which is crazy. But most people probably get like three, five. I don't know. I think I have eight. Okay, so maybe like five to eight range. But if I was to use more than 15, or if I was to go five days being sick in a row, like I got really sick for a week, I have to go to the doctor, or if I get injured and sprain my wrist, I have to go to the doctor and get a note to return to work. I'm an adult. I'm a 41-year-old man. I need to go to the doctor to get a note so that I can return. A doctor who's just going to be like, most of the time when you go like, hey, I need a note. They're like, for what? You're like, so I return to work. Really? They, they like give you a hard time. Man, well, hard yeah, they're like, why? Like, you're fine. Go. Yeah, you you're not wrong. You just say, hey, I'm good to go. But then I'm like, well, I'm paying you $15 to get a note whatever the doctor visit would cost by insurance, but it's like, it's unnecessary to me. If I was aside from like when COVID was happening and, you know, there's a pandemic situation where you could uh, communicable disease, but say I'm just, I have a cold and I'm out for two days and I feel better. Why can't I just go to work? There's people that are actually sick that go to work. Yeah. I've never called out of work ever. I've gone to work sick where, yeah. where I'm, I know I'm not going to infect anybody. 
I've gotten to work where I didn't feel good, and I've let them send me home as opposed yeah. to me calling out. But there's times where people have gone to my work, been sick as dogs, and completed their whole shifts, and no one says anything. But if you're fine, you can't come back to work unless a doctor writes a letter. What? What? Did they have? Does it have to be a medical doctor? Could it be like a psychiatrist or a doctor of mathematics? Could it be a vet. Veterinarians have to do a dog, a chicken, a a rat, a a a, a, a pig, a rabbit, a horse. I would get a note from a vet before I got a note from a doctor. Yeah, because they're probably more qualified than my uh, primary care physician. And mine isn't even a doctor's note. I would have to get a nurse practitioner's note. Does that count? Um, they're pretty close to doctors, but she's my only. She's my primary physician. Is my nurse practitioner. So, but I mean, I I, I just don't understand the point of the doctor. What is it? so the doctor can't lie? I mean, hey doc, I need a note to go back to work. Okay, and they just write it. I could be sick as a dog. Your arm could be falling off. And they're like, yeah, fine, whatever. Go back to work. What difference does the fourth day make and the fifth day? I don't know. And then what if I just have a mental health day? You just need a day. You're like, you know, like, and I, and I know, I get that. Like, you know, people, my line of work, your line of work. It's like, you just need a day to just yeah. fucking recover, recover from shit. Like you just had like a, you know, my line of work is obviously different from yours, but it's like, you just get so stressed and you're just like, I just need a fucking day to just gather my thoughts and recover and just get back to normalcy. Uh, like on not last night, but the night before I had six incidents that I had to take care of. And it was all night long back and forth, you know, just crazy shit. I went, I did go to work last night and there was nothing, thankfully, but I was like, what the fuck? Like usually days after that, you're like, fuck this. Like you're burnt out. Cause it's just like, like there's a lot of shit yeah. that goes on. Saturday, Saturday I was working and I had, I had 13 people scheduled and three of them called out and I'm like scrambling, trying to cover shifts and get, you know, get everything set up. Yep. In there. And by the end of Saturday night, I was literally ready to kill. And I love my whole staff, but I was ready to kill half of them. Yeah. And then I, I woke up Sunday and I was like, I get to work and I'm like, if anybody fucking says anything to me, I'm going to fucking, I'm going to, and I, I had this like motivational, like Rudy speech in my head. <laughs> where I'm, I'm going to say like, you know, I, I'm lenient with you guys, but you need to stop fucking with me and like you know more tact than that but you know and then like everybody started showing up and they were all in good moods and i was just like all right, all right and we're fine, we're yeah. fine. i i always i always think about i'm gonna do the uh denzel washington king kong speech from uh training day yeah you get that speech in your head <laughs> where you're like and then i'm gonna sit everybody down or like the the uh and it's time for a change <laughs> like the the john goodman yeah. from the nerds revenge of the nerds where he's like you know, your father looked at you when you were a kid, and he he said, "That's my boy." And then you grew up to be a man, and then you got beat by a bunch of goddamn nerds. Like you get that, like that speech is in your head, and like you just want to just be motivational, where your whole fucking staff's like, "Get those nerds, kill those nerds, get those nail breakers." Yeah, exactly. Nail break. Like you just have all that in your head, and then somebody goes, "Good morning, Ryan. How are you today? You look very nice today." Like, oh. Never mind. Yeah. Never mind. Forget Hold on. Like I had an incident last year, and I think it was like Christmas or New Year's Day. I had to work or New Year's Eve, and usually I would have like thirty something staff members, and I had thirteen. And you have to close down certain spots of where I work and try to make it work. And like the our director or administrator or whatever, you call them up and you're like, "Hey, listen, this is what's going on. It's kind of bad." And they're like. 
well, can you make it work? I'm like, oh, I can make it work, but if something happens, it's not going to be good. And they're like, all right, we'll try your best. <laughs> like, fuck. Quick. Then, yeah, so I'm sitting there, and I'm like, all right, well, you know, I could shut down this, I could shut down this. And you're working like skeleton crew, and you're just hoping there's not an emergency, like a fire or something like that. And then you have to put, like, one person in a different spot, which is a worse spot to work. And they're like, well, if I go there, I'll just go home. And I'm about to lose my fucking mind. I'm like, you piece of shit. Like, you're going fucking go home when you know we're short staffed. Like, what kind of fucking team player? Like, that bothers, like, shit like that bothers me. And then you, you're you like, I just need a fucking break. Like, I just need to. Did you ever, like, in your head predict that was going to happen? And you had the conversation with yeah. the person you think is going to be confrontational. Like, hey, uh, Steve, I need to put you in this section, even though I know you always work this section. And then in your, but like you're thinking about it and you're like, oh, he, he and then he's going to say this and you're going to have to say this and then you're going to say this and blah, and you, and then you go, hey, Steve, I just need to put you in this section. And they're like, okay, that sounds fine. And you're like, fuck, you just ruined everything I've been stressing yeah. about all yes. day. You think the one, sh- and, you, and, and it's the one person that you think is going to cause the problem doesn't. And the person that's always saying yes is like, I'm sick of always being treated this way. And then they're yeah. the and you're like, ah. Oh. And you're not prepared for that one. And you're like, I feel bad doing it to them because they are always like the best employee and like, you know? Yeah, so you're not prepared. So you're like, oh, I'm sorry. Well, I'll make it up to you next time. Or you think someone's like a complete idiot and then the one day, like when shit is going down, they shine and they're like a stud and you're like, who are you? The big brains on bread. (laughs) But uh, what else did you get? What what else we got here? Uh, Hipsters. Mine. So I worked sad. in Asbury Park for many years, and Asbury Park is famous for music and and uh, you know it's it's resurgence and gays and all this stuff well, and gentrification. It's another kind of. No, they're back on the downslide, but uh, probably like ten years ago they were they were doing pretty well. Six it was six years ago when I was when I was working there, it was it was fantastic. It's filled with hipsters, and this is and I'm not specific. I'm not. Uh, uh, Singling out Asbury as the hipster capital, even though it is in New Jersey, pretty much next to Hoboken. But hipster, like it gets to the point where everybody's trying to out hipster the next person. Now, very there's it's there's you know music is very big in Asbury Park, and like you know big music fan, both of us are, yeah, and like Stone you Pony. get the Stone Pony, the Wonder Bar, the uh, 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 Hall, uh, Asbury Lanes. I mean, Asbury Lane. You know, there's a ton of places. But it's like, you know, at some point, like, you know, you got, oh, this girl plays acoustic guitar and she's fat. So that means it's going to suck. Oh, now this girl's playing you. This is true, by the way. This is this girl's playing ukulele. She's fatter. She's fatter. Now this girl is playing acoustic guitar, but she's got a fat guy on the banjo. Oh, and this guy wears, you know, hipster shirts. And this guy has a beard. And this guy drinks only crap. And it's like everybody's. Birkenstocks. Yeah, everybody's trying to out hipster the next person, and eventually just gets to the point where it's just like, stop! Well, like so literally, there's a hipsters anymore. Yeah, like literally, there's a band that just formed in Asbury Park. Called it's with somebody. No, well, it's with somebody that I know and I used to work with, and he's an amazing musician. But this sounds awful. There's so many fat female singer, guitar player, slash ukulele players in Asbury Park. And there's one that I don't know who she is. Fat female ukulele capital of the world? Yeah, it is the fat female ukulele capital of the world. 
But like she started this band and it's like a keyboard player, acoustic guitar player, her, another acoustic guitar player, and a banjo player. And it's like, okay, at what point do you go, this is dumb? No one's no one's listening to that being like, you're awesome. First of all, ukulele, is that even like a real instrument or is that like some fake shit? Like I know Tiny Tim did it. I know, and the Hawaiians do it, but that's like some like five below shit, right? Like, hi, you want to have a little guitar? Here you go. Like, there's no real notes. It's all the same. It sounds the same. Yeah. Tiptoe through the tulips. Whatever Hawaiian song I'm going to sing. <laughs> like, yeah. If you're doing a hula dance, yeah, have a ukulele. Have that at tip. But don't fucking sit there in front of a microphone singing a fucking song about how you're boyfriend dumped you or whatever that they don't have bongos or fucking like recycling bucket buckets that they play drums on no not yet it'll get there they'll get there you know what else what What they start playing the spoons spoon man came out 30 years ago or the newspaper they play the newspaper you never saw that no my grandmother used to play the newspaper so she could hold up a newspaper and play it like a guitar, and it would make different notes. It wouldn't sound like a guitar, obviously, but it would sound different. You know what? We're starting a newspaper spoon band. Spoons paper. <laughs> <laughs> but like, and every hipster looks the same. They all have like I've had a beard yeah. since I was seventeen years old. The hat. I'm, yeah, it's always like a wool hat, a flannel shirt, jeans that are tight and then rolled up at the bottom with boots. They look. Yeah, they look like lumberjacks. And my beard is older than most of the hipsters. I've had this I'm going on almost fucking 30 years I've almost had this. And like 17, so almost 30's years. And now all of a sudden it's got a big beard. But the longer the beard, the better. And then some people braid it. And then some people do this. And then, oh, my hair is going to be like, ugh. We're going to expose Ryan, though. Ryan, what beer do you drink? I drink PBR. What kind of beer is that, would you say now, in the, in this day and age? I've been drinking PBR before it became a hipster beer. <laughs> it's a hipster beer. It is a hipster beer. It is. It is. Would, would you say hipster, would you say PBR is the hipster beer? No, it used Blue to Moon? be. Blue Moon? No. IPAs, which I actually am drinking right tonight. Let me explain something to you, Vincent. Yes. Back in the day, in our day... <sighs> There was cheap beers for us poor people. There yes. was Natty Ice. There was, there was Bud Ice. There was uh, Red, Dog. Red Dog. And there was uh, Coors. PBR and Coors Banquet. So, you know, financially speaking, I started drinking PBR. I drank Natty Ice probably in college. Yeah. You just, you go with what is financially acceptable for you at the time. Miller Ice pretty cheap. Yeah. You know what else? And, I, I, I want to ask you a question, though. Because we did okay. so we like craft beer. Now, this kind of ties into it, and it kind of makes me hate them, and it makes it feel like it's its own free-floating hostility. But I have to ask you a question, because I don't mind going to them, but I never really go to them. But I'd like to go to more, but I'm not going because I'm being that guy. Like, brewery. Like, breweries, I'll go. I'll get a couple beers. I'll be like, oh, that was cool. But it's not like every week I have to go to, the, like, I'm going to the brewery. I'm going to, I need to get Cape May Brewing Company. I need to get Dogfish Head. I need to get, you know, uh, fucking Bolero Snort. It, Bolero Snort's really good. And I, I actually, no, I, I'm, I'm fine, friends with you guys. Every week? Is that your every week beer? No, like I'm drinking Hoboken beer right now because 
we we have it at work. It's a good beer, and I just felt like an IPA. But I like IPAs. I my favorite beer is a stout. I like Guinness and dark beers. PBR is cheap. I can get a thirty pack for twenty bucks. IPAs you get a four pack for thirteen. But I drink it because that's what I like. But I'm not like you drink Miller Lite. I don't go, hey, oh Vinny, you drink Miller Lite. You should really try. The Hoboken beer because the hops just come through or, as a little citrusy note. Or fuck, you know what people I fucking hate? They Everyone drink Miller Lite. Be like, why don't you drink a real beer? Um, actually, it's probably the number two selling beer in the in the country. By the way, yeah, I mean it's better, <laughs> it's better than Bud Light and Coors Light. Um, Pilsner is the number one selling beer in the country. Number two. And number three, what do you mean by real beer? Because it's not your beer that you drink. What 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 does that mean to me? Oh, it tastes like piss. Okay, it tastes like piss to you. It doesn't taste like piss to me. Yeah, You're, people like, say that about PBR too. Yeah, like I actually, I don't, I like PBR. I think it tastes good. I like Miller Lite. I don't, I'll drink Coors Light if I have nothing left. Bud Light, I like. Budweiser, I, I, can't, I can't drink Bud or Bud Light because it always, it always is giving me a headache. See, I can drink Bud Light. I can't drink Budweiser. Budweiser Bud Light, other shit like certain shit, like I could drink a little bad. I could drink, you know, I'll drink all kinds of different beers, but it's just because my beer of choice is a light beer. Oh, you don't drink a real beer. What difference does it make? People don't understand palates. I can't drink, I don't like lagers. I do not like lagers you whatsoever. Don't like you don't like, I don't like, you it's just, it's something about the taste and it just doesn't, doesn't resonate with me and it just gives me a headache and I just don't like it. If I'm going to drink a beer, I want it to taste like. A beer, so PBR Miller. I like Miller Lite. Pilsners taste like beers to me. Yeah, like and the other stuff is like a little bit like I'll have an ale every now and then, like you know, like Killian's. I'll have every now yeah. and then just to change it up. Uh, like I'll have a. I don't. I can't drink. If I was to drink a Guinness, I can't drink to me more than one Guinness. Like but I, I could drink Guinness all night. Yeah, like I could drink one Guinness and be like, okay, that was good. And now let me switch to something else. Yeah, you know, because Guinness to me is more like. A dessert, if that makes sense. It is, but you know, and I used to think that, but then I started drinking it more and more. But that's my personal preference. Mm-hmm. I love dark stout beers, and you don't. So we've never been out. And I drink. I order a Guinness. You order a Miller. I go, oh pussy! Look at this yeah. faggot over here drinking a fucking <laughs> Miller Light. And and the but like Guinness to me too is I never liked it, and then I started drinking more porters and more stouts, and then I started to get like what's that called when you uh, get a taste for it. Yeah, I because I, at first I'm like, this is gross. And then when you start to get a taste for it and you're like, oh, okay, like, you know, certain seasons, like certain seasons I could drink uh, Guinness, like in the winter. I can't drink yeah, it. I can, like, drink, I can drink it in the summer. I can't drink a hot fucking Guinness in a hot summer. I have to drink like a light beer. But yeah, that's just me. That's, that's And that's you. And I, me, I could drink Guinness on the beach. Like, it, uh, that's how much I like it. Yeah. yeah. But I'm never going to say to you like, oh, you're gonna, oh Miller Lite, huh? Okay. Why don't you just drink my urine? Straight from the source. I got a pee. You want to drink my pee? But yeah. So, like, hipsters, like you are saying, I can't. I can't. You know what's almost as bad as a hipster? What? Somebody who picks their sports team by color. <laughs> I was going to put this as, as one that I didn't think you wrote down. You told me to write it down. Did I tell you to write it down? I thought it, I yeah. yeah, but that fucking... How crazy is that? How he deleted all those comments. Even the you second one. Bro, that means I'm right. You picked your teams because of the colors. You fucking pussy, and you couldn't be. A, you're a bitch that you delete. If you delete comments because you don't agree and it's not offensive to like other people, you're a bitch. 
Yeah. Like use use a bitch. So I got this friend anonymously. Uh, he was asking, I don't understand how people can have two favorite teams in the same sport. Get the fuck out of here. I'm like, well, it's better than just choosing teams because of you liking their colors. It was a joke. How mad was he? It was like, fuck you. I never fucking said I picked teams by color. I picked them because of fucking, I like the, what Krakens are. Krakens aren't real. No, it's a giant squid. That's what a Kraken is. Yeah, it's it's a it's a mythical giant squid. You know what I want to say? I want to say so. If the Kraken came out two years ago and they were ship brown, puke green, and pink, would you like them? And if you went no, I'd be like, so you like the color colors? Yeah. And he said he liked them because of the, the a Kraken looks cool. So you literally picked the team because the design was cool, which is Almost the same thing as saying picking the colors. Team. So, like, an A's fan, a Nuggets fan, a Kraken fan, and a Ravens fan. That's kind of all over the place. Girls do that shit. Yeah. Like, when you were growing up, you're like, oh, what team do you like? They're like, I like the Dolphins. And you're like, why do you like the Dolphins? Like, I love the colors. I like teal and orange. It reminds me of Howard Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> and it just, every, like, yeah, everything is, with the girls, is a color. He definitely picked the Kraken because of the color. No, I'm going to tell you why he picked all these teams. The Ravens was definitely either he started watching football in 2000 when they beat the Giants, or he watched them a couple of years ago when they beat the 49ers. Yeah. No doubt. And because they're black and, and purple and they're, you know, nice colors. Because when I grew up, they were the Browns. Yes. And the Browns moved to Baltimore, became the Ravens, and the Browns didn't exist. And then the Browns became a fran- uh, uh, an expansion team. You're correct. So... so you didn't watch football when we were watching football because you wouldn't have been a Ravens fan. And he's older than us. Number two, he like Is he from Baltimore? No, he's from Tom's River. Okay, so then people from Baltimore, I can understand, just like the Devils fans. But most people from Baltimore would probably be Colts fans originally. Or yes, but I'm just saying, like if you were fans. No, I get it, but I'm just saying, okay, if he was from Baltimore. Like, oh, now we have a team, I'm gonna root for them. Yeah, exactly. But but Again, to your point, they could like if they were Colts fans, and then the Ravens existed, they could still be a Colts fan. Yeah, and, and, like, and like the Ravens, like me, for example, I like a couple football teams. My favorite team is the Giants, above all. But I will also root for the Saints, and I will also root for the Bills because I and, I, and I'm a Bills fan, and I will also root for the Giants unless they're playing the Bills. Right, exactly. I mean, and there's some other teams that I'm not like the biggest fan of, but I'll root like I won't root for them, but like I want them to do good. Like I like Cincinnati, I want them to do good. You know, I want certain teams and divisions to to be better than other teams. Like like yeah. the Seahawks, I'd rather them be good more well better than any other team in that division. I, and in hockey, I'm a Devils fan, but I will root for the Sabers unless they're playing yeah. the Devils. See me in hockey, I like the Devils. And then I also like the Golden Knights. Vegas. Yeah. When they were, I just thought they were cool. Like, they're like, I'll admit, I thought their fucking logo was cool. They're new in Vegas. It's like the, the Golden Knights also used to be the uh, World League football team. Well, it was the Knights for uh, New Jersey, New York, New Jersey Knights. Yeah. So, but I will root for them. Baseball, I'm a Mets fan, but there's other teams that I will root for, like anyone who's playing the Yankees. <laughs> yeah. I used to root for the Cubs until they won. And then it's like, all right, you got, you know, you got your World Series. Now I'm done rooting for you. 
Actually, when I was younger, when they first became an expansion team, I liked the Rockies the first year. But uh, what else you got? I'm saving the best for last. We said it earlier. There's one Rangers fan that I had have, to open. No, I had one. What was the other one you had? It was another guy that was a Rangers fan. That was. Well, I'm, I'm talking specifically about one Rangers said, fan. I'm talking about the other one. Is this the same person? I don't know. Are we Mine's talking about Boulder? No. Who's yours? Aaron Rodgers. So there's two people. <laughs> two people. Both played in the Midwest. Both played in the Midwest. One of them is now in New York newly, and one of them has been in New York for a while. And one was actually born in New York, and one was born in California. You may go first. So Aaron Rodgers, as we all know, has signed with the New York Jets. He's going to be the New York Jets quarterback. And this motherfucker, first of all, the Jets play in East Rutherford, New Jersey. New Jersey. Okay. Guess where they practice? Florham Park. Park. New Jersey. Okay. 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 Yes. Okay. Well, East Hempstead might be their headquarters, but guess what? They they are from New Jersey. Sorry. They share a stadium with the Giants, who also play in New Jersey. And I know, like Ryan likes to always say, the only New York team that plays in New York is the Buffalo Bills. And he's correct. But that's actually that's real New York. Back. That's real New York. <laughs> yeah. That's New York, Canada and New York. But you have Aaron Rodgers now. Listen, motherfucker. It's bad enough that you're coming to the Jets. Don't pander. Don't pander, bro. You talk. You want to talk all your shit, and then you want to pander. Oh, you want to be real, but you're going to pander. You show up at a Knicks game, then you show rooting for the Knicks, then you show up at the Rangers game rooting for the Rangers. You know you, if anything, you're a fucking San Jose Shark fan or a Los Angeles Kings fan. You're not a fucking, and same thing with basketball. You're probably a Laker fan. Stop it. Stop with fucking trying to root because you're a New York player now. Fuck you. You know what? The Knicks are probably going to lose this round to the Heat, and the Rangers are already out, so this is just fucking signs of things to come that your ship is going down, motherfucker. You're just in bed with losers, so fuck off. That's all I got to say about that piece of shit. And then the other person is Boomer Esiason. Mm-hmm. I turned on the radio this morning, and I, I've been avoiding listening to sports radio just because the devil, you know, the, I know they won the other night, but, like, I just didn't want to hear the, oh, game seven's our game, game seven, we're going to do it, because, you know, 1941, the Rangers <laughs> played game seven, and they fucking won. Didn't want to hear it, but I turned it on today. And you know what Boomer Siason had to say today? Well, first, sound, I know I was driving on the way home from work uh, about the same time you were probably driving to work, and it sounded like they need to put him on suicide watch. He was so depressed. And you know what his argument against New Jersey was? The Devils, the team, the Devils, like how, why they shouldn't have won. So the the, the Devils beat the Rangers. Yes, 4 nothing. Shut out. 4 nothing. Shut out. Shut out. Phenomenal game for the Devils. Came down from a 2-0 deficit in the series. And then won. Won 4-3 in game 7. 4 nothing. by the way. Shut out. 31 saves by Kira Schmidt. 4 nothing. He was so sad today that instead of just saying, hey, you know what? We took the loss. We'll play again next year. There's always next year. As a Mets fan, you know that phrase. There's always next year. Every year is always next year. (laughs) Every year is always next year. You know what he he had to say? What do you have to say? New Jersey has ugly bridges. What? The bridges in New Jersey 
are ugly. What bridges? I don't know many bridges. That all, are in- all the bridges. Every oh. bridge in New Jersey. But what bridge in New Jersey? Uh, well, there's the Pulaski Skyway. That's not a bad looking bridge. Well, they just redid it. It's actually really nice now. Uh, the uh, uh, Driscoll Bridge. It's just bridge, said, not like a bridge. It's a road that goes over a wall. It's not, I wouldn't call it well, a bridge. Well, that's a bridge. Yeah, but it's not like, like a suspension bridge. He said every bridge is brown or just a roadway over water. Yeah, no shit. That's what bridges are. And then Geo, his co-host, said, what about the, uh, what's the one from Stat Island? Gothels? No, that or the Varanzano, one of the two. The Varanzano was- bridge from, from, uh, from Brooklyn to Staten Island? One, no, it, I guess it was the Gothels. He it's goes, like, oh, that's a New York bridge. Like the George Washington Bridge is a New York bridge. And then I drive through the Lincoln Tunnel and I say, when are they going to fix this? Is that that that's your argument against the fact wait, that the Rangers Lincoln, lost? Wait, the Lincoln Tunnel is a New Jersey tunnel. The George Washington Bridge is a New York Gothel, and the Gothels are New York bridges, but the Lincoln Tunnel is a New Jersey tunnel. As per, I didn't but hear it. That doesn't make sense. They're all start New Jersey or start they, one side's in New Jersey and one side's in New York. Yeah, any would be half and half. And guess what? Correct me if I'm wrong. Probably not. Do you know who patrols those um, roadways? The New York State Authority? No, the New York, New Jersey Port Authority. Port Authority, that's what I meant to say. They're a combined uh, entity. Enter. Yeah. yeah. And- so the Devils beat the Rangers in Game 7, shut them out for nothing. And is it the reason why they shut them out is because our bridges are ugly? Or, well, they may have shut them out, but at least our bridges are pretty? It's like... Being with a, some like in a relationship, and then you break up, and you go, "Well, you have an ugly baby toe." Okay, is that what you're breaking up with me? No, but you just have an ugly baby. Toe. Oh, your hair is too thick. But what was the like? What led into the conversation of the bridge? I didn't hear the conversation. I turned it on after he was talking about it, and they kept like making references to it, like "Boomer, I'm not going to say anything about the bridges." Oh, and the bridges and the bridges, and then I looked it up. And apparently, like, like balls, huh? What'd you say? They're busting his balls real bad, huh? Yeah, when I turned it on, they were kind of just busting his balls about the bridges. And then I looked it up when I got home and I was like, what the fuck was this all about the bridges? And he just went into this whole thing about the fact that Jersey has ugly bridges. Have you ever looked at a bridge and be like, that's a really ugly bridge? I've looked at bridges and go, that's a really nice design. I like that bridge. You know, like, I like the, but I've never gone. This fucking bridge. Why am I driving over you? This is disgusting bridge. Yeah, I've the only thing I've said is like when I've driven over the George Washington Bridge, I'm like, mm, when was the last time they did maintenance on this thing? Yeah. Uh, why is it shaking so much? This is not good. Are those wires loose. <laughs> I mean, I really don't think any bridge is like. I mean, there's like one that's goes to Florida that's kind of cool looking. I think like the one in Pen- going to Pennsylvania is all right. I mean, there's nothing that's spectacular about bridges that I'm like, oh my god. And- Coming from a fucking guy who lives in a state that has the Tappan Z, or as they call it, the Mario Cuomo now. Yeah. Bullsh- sucks. Sucks. You know what else? You know what else? You know what, what else sucks? There used to be a bridge called the Triborough Bridge. I remember the Triborough Bridge. Or Kennedy Bridge. No, it's not. Yeah. Triborough. No. Triborough. I've been in your fucking state. First off, if you don't like the bridges in Jersey, stay the fuck, stay out. fuck out of Jersey. How's that? Yeah, you know what? We don't want you anyway. You're a fucking bitch. You suck. I hate you. Here's you know the thing. What? I, I was like, uh, hey, you know what? You know, 
Oh, no. We're going to go into the other point that he made. Well, hold on real quick. Stay the fuck out of Jersey, Boomer. I watch... This is good. This is going to relate to it, so just bear with me for a second. I watch Price is Right almost every day, and I've seen them give away trips to every state in the country except New Jersey. You want to know why? Because we don't fucking want you here. <laughs> I've, I've seen tourist ads for every state in the country except New Jersey. Want to know why? Because we don't fucking want you here. So no. you don't like our bridges? Stay the fuck in New York, boomer. We don't want you at all. So we're transplants, but we're from New Jersey. Yes. My brother has, and your grandfather built this house down here, and my brother lived down here for 20 years, and we have roots. It's so much better down here, I'll say, than North Jersey. I, I It's like the best decision I've ever made in my life. But I uh, go to the gym. Now there's a lot more transplants, but they're from New York. Like when the COVID thing was going on, everyone got the fuck out of New York. I was buying houses and cash, which were outbidding me because they're just buying straight up cash. So a lot of New Yorkers have come down here to turn our state into their shitty state. But um, so I go join the gym the other day. And I told you within five minutes of coming to the gym, I already hate somebody here. And I said, what took so long? I get on a treadmill and I'm sitting there and I'm just doing like, I have a thing when I go to the gym and I don't know if it's just me. I don't want to talk to anybody unless like if I went there and we were like working out together, just one thing like just, but we're not having conversation. We're just like, Oh, if I'm there by myself, I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't want to have fucking conversations. I don't want to hear, like, I just want to work out. So I go on a treadmill and it's like a thing where it's just like the program of like the sprinting exercise uh, regimen. So I'm going and all of a sudden this woman walks up and a guy walks on the other side of me and then another guy walks up next to women. And apparently they're all together. So the guy and the girl next to me are husband and wife and the guy next to me on the right is their friend. And you can immediately tell they're from New York. Can you have you ever just looked at somebody and just like a picture or just saw them and you're like, that person's from New York? Like you can just tell. Yeah. So he's sitting there, he's like, and he's cursing and all this shit. Um, he's like, he's like, uh, this is bullshit. I can't believe those are broken or or those are full. We gotta come up fucking here and fucking slum it up here. And I'm saying like slum it. Because ours our treadmill that I was on didn't have TVs, so they're slumming it. So he decides to have a conversation with his whore wife next to me, which she is attractive, but you know. And then his friend next to me, they're all having a conversation while I'm trying to work out, loud as fuck. So I'm sitting there, I'm like, I fucking hate these people, just bullshit. And so then I get off and I go on like a stair machine, which I wound up almost falling off and breaking my ass in front of him. He's like, "Oh, you all right?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm fine." And the next day he saw me, he's like, "Are hey, you going to be all right today?" I was like, yeah, you can catch me if you want, motherfucker. Like, and his like wife started laughing. I was like, oh, you can catch me if you want. Or I was like, uh, I really appreciate it. Like, just so sarcastic. But when I got on that stair machine, you could hear him throughout the whole gym talking. Shut the fuck up. Stay in your state. Go get your own personal gym and shut the fuck up. Yeah, stay the fuck out of New Jersey. We don't want you here. I've never been so angry when I'm driving down the road and I see out-of-state license plates. I'm in Pennsylvania. Yeah. So stay the fuck out of our state. So there's one more thing about Boomer that he said about the Rangers and the Devils. And you brought it up to me, so I will let you tell everybody. And we're gonna so, back we're, we're gonna go back, climb back up that mountain. We're going back up the mountain. Yeah. He said today that the the goalies on the Islanders and the Rangers are probably two of the best in the league. False. False. And you know what I will tell you why? Because we're gonna back this shit up with some facts. We're gonna try climb up that not that mountain of knowledge all the way gonna, to the apex, and I'm gonna throw knowledge down. Just gonna throw it down. Throw facts. 
one by one. You want to know why? Because at the end of the regular season, Shesterkin was number nine in top goalies of, in the league. Now, Vanacek was number 14. So he, I, but we're not talking about the Devils goalies. So we we're not. And Schmidt wasn't even ranked because he's a rookie and he hardly played. Boston's goalie was number one in the regular season. And then going into the playoffs, the new, the March, end of March um, rankings going into April in the playoff season, the number one goalie in the league was Boston Bruins goalie. I will give it to Boomer Sison. He was right. The number two goalie in the league was the Islanders goalie. Guess who is not ranked top 10? The Rangers goalie? Yeah. Igor Shosturkin was not ranked in the top 10. So, already you're wrong. Number two, like you said before, you're not the best. If you lose. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Because guess what? That If you lose, that means somebody's better than you. At least for that day. Exactly. And it doesn't matter if it's that day, that week, that month, that year. Somebody beat you. So you're not the best anymore. Guess what? The, rain, the, the Bruins goalie, ranked number one, is not the best right now because he fucking lost. To the eighth seed. Florida Panthers. Yeah. The best team in hockey history. Not the best team anymore. No, because they fucking lost. Yes. Guess what? The best regular season team in hockey history. Not the best team in 2023. Because the best team in 2023 is going to want to win Stanley Cup. If you're the champion in WWE, you're the best. But as soon as you lose, you're not the best anymore. Whoever has the title is the best. Is now the best. At one time, Jinder Mahal was the best. As much as it may pain me to say. Can we we quote, quote Ric Flair real quick? Yes. Before, before we get into don't tell mom the babysitter's dead, to be the man, you've got to beat the man. After these messages, we'll be right back. 